Welcome to the Daily Horror Habit Podcast. I'm your host, Jay Krieger, bringing you daily reviews of currently streaming horror movies for your twisted pleasure. Be aware that these reviews may include mild spoilers. And as always, I hope you enjoy. Remakes are a controversial thing, especially amongst horror fans. Fans are often split into two camps, those in favor of a shot-for-shot remake of the original, or those who prefer an entirely new interpretation of a classic IP. And for me, there's nothing more exciting than a director being given the keys to an established horror kingdom, such as Sam Raimi's The Evil Dead. A new interpretation of a classic has almost infinite potential for a new terrifying horror vision. This potential for new terrors outweighs the risk of a remake being underwhelming, because at the end of the day, nothing will affect or invalidate my love of the original. For instance, I wasn't the biggest fan of Rob Zombie's Halloween, but I can respect his experimentation in altering the Michael Myers story, and even though his film didn't do much for me, it in no way invalidates the previous films, which I'll always love. My problem with shot-for-shot styled remakes is they're returning to the well mentality as it leads to stagnation within a series or genre. Characters, ideas, and concepts won't grow if fandoms just clamor for more of the same, something that director and co-writer Fede Alvarez seemingly took to heart with his 2013 remake of Evil Dead. Currently streaming for free on Tubi TV, Evil Dead begins similarly enough to the original film. Five friends head to a remote cabin where they uncover the Book of the Dead and unwittingly summon demons that reside within the woods. The demon possesses protagonist Mia, played by Jane Levy, and attempts to use its influence on her to kill her brother and their friends. And that's really where the similarities to the original end, both narratively and tonally. The biggest narrative shift is that the reason for the trip to the cabin is that the group of friends is trying to help Mia to kick her debilitating drug habit. This is also the first time Mia is reconnecting with her brother David after the disturbing passing of their mother. This added family dynamic helps to establish and invest us more in Mia, given she's the heroine of the film. And narratively, this is important in establishing Alvarez's new vision of Evil Dead. The original Evil Dead films are beloved for their quirky blending of horror and comedy, with jokester goofball Ash at the heart of them. Bruce Campbell brought a unique slapstick and one-liner sensibilities to Sam Raimi's iconic horror comedy, so upon learning that Campbell would not be reprising his role, nor Raimi directing, I was initially put off by the idea of an Evil Dead reimagining. Hell, I straight up didn't enjoy this when I saw it originally back in 2013. I became trapped in the easy pitfall of comparing the remake solely to the original experience of The Evil Dead. This stopped me from seeing Alvarez's reimagining as the fantastic and ideal framework for a horror remake that it is. Alvarez smartly avoids capturing the humorous tone of the originals, and instead opts for one of unrelenting brutality. Frankly, the kills within Evil Dead's uncut version are some of the goriest and skin-crawling moments in any modern horror movie. There's no qualms about bodily dismemberment or spilling a few hundred gallons of blood once things go downhill for the group. It begins with Mia being, for lack of a better word, impregnated by tree roots, not unlike in the original but in a much more squeamishly slimy manner. This is one of the few scenes that is recreated from the original, but to be honest, you can't make an Evil Dead movie without it, as it sets the disturbing tone of the world of Evil Dead. And sure, there are several callbacks to prior films, but they never become overbearing or the primary focus. There's just enough nods that it feels like Evil Dead, which is important because the audience is truly unprepared for just how savage the film becomes. Each kill that occurs corresponds to a page out of the Book of the Dead. This adds a forced structure which I'm not wild about, but the kills and carnage are so over the top that I can easily look past it. Whether it's the insidious ways that the demonic Mia infects others by vomiting gallons of blood into a character's mouth or biting them on the hand, Alvarez continues to ramp up the momentum and graphic nature of each kill, which gives the film an unrelenting bodily assault feel. 
I mean, hell, one character severs their face with a broken shard of glass. Not long before, a demonized Mia splits her tongue in half with a razor blade. Moments before, a screaming girlfriend severs her infected arm with an electric turkey carver. So yeah, you could say things get pretty out of hand pretty quickly. And yet, for the mean-spirited and horrendously violent tonal shift from the originals, this still very much feels like an Evil Dead movie. It never comes across as try-hard or a replacement of the original. It is very much its own, separate interpretation of the world that Sam Raimi created. Evil Dead has always had a fairly simplistic concept, but in that simplicity there's the added benefit of being malleable for new directors to come in and experiment with telling new types of stories within the confines of its world. And Alvarez certainly ran buck wild with its demonic possession premise. Now, to not highlight Jane Levy as the powerhouse heroine leading the film would be a disservice to you, dear listeners. Make no mistake, while Alvarez succeeds in creating a hellishly bloody world, Levy is the embodiment of the soul of the film. Her character arc from struggling addict to possessed killer and eventually elevated to the savior and eradicator of demons is fantastic. Alvarez described her as a trooper during filming, and considering the physicality of her performance, that's certainly a fitting description. Her range and ability to add emotional investment to, again, a fairly simple film, is as engaging as it is remarkable. I will say, she is so strong that it does reveal how unmatched she is, given the rest of the mostly forgettable cast. Even her brother David is immorally flimsy and lacking the charisma of the leader his character is supposed to be. Aside from this, Levy shines enough and the momentum her arc has leads to the film's finale, which, if I'm being honest, is one of the most remarkable horror finales of the last decade. Just as we think Mia has overcome all that hell has to throw at her, the sky begins raining blood down upon her, which, you know, is never a good sign. And then the demon shows up. The demon rises quite literally from the ground, attacking Mia who must face this last struggle on her own. This scene is metal as fuck for a number of reasons. The blood rain is unrelenting as it drenches the scene, with literally gallons of blood. Second, Mia unleashes the most savage chainsaw devastation, possibly of all time. And third, her defeating the evil presented to her is the extrapolation of her overcoming her personal demons, again, in the most savage way possible. The entire end segment is the perfect bloody bow to cap off what is a remarkable reimagining of a horror classic. And now, it's time for some half-assed research. Apparently, the film used 70,000 gallons of fake blood. In an interview, Fede Alvarez said they used 50,000 gallons for the final scene alone. This is compared to the 200 to 300 gallons used in the original Evil Dead, which, again, if you haven't seen this movie, it's not an understatement. This is probably the bloodiest movie ever made. And due to this, 95% of the remake was shot in order. They did this because a lot of the film takes place in a controlled environment, and the level of blood and violence gets worse and worse as the film progresses. So, by shooting in order, they can throw blood on the walls and not worry it will mess up another shot where it needed to be clean. Obviously, most movies are not filmed in order. They're filmed broken up, uh, sometimes back to front or front to back and whatnot. So it kind of just shows just how wild they were able to get with the blood and the gore. But they had the freedom, at least, that they didn't have to worry about messing up the continuity later on. This is kind of an interesting one. If you, you take the first letters of the main characters' names, that being David, Eric, Mia, Olivia, and Natalie, the letters spell out demon. And finally, something that I thought was really great that kind of encapsulates what's so fantastic about this reimagining from the ground up is that Alvarez made the decision to formulate the film around practical effects. It's 100% practical. There's not a moment of CGI in the entire movie. And that's applied obviously to like the fantastic makeup design and costume design that they have. And throughout the film, Mia suffers all these different bodily harms, whether it's scrapes and cuts from branches out in the woods or slash marks, or when the demon grabs her, it burns her skin. Just for her sort of, it's seemingly simple makeup, 
But at the same time, in reality, that could take five to seven hours every single day of getting that makeup applied. And that's just one of those little touches that really sells the film as being made by somebody that is a fan of the original and knows what made the original so beloved. And just to reiterate, I truly cannot recommend Evil Dead enough. If you like your horror movies bloody and nasty, Alvarez's Evil Dead reimagining is well worth your time. And I would especially encourage Evil Dead fans to go in with an open mind, and hopefully, they will be as pleasantly surprised as I was. And that'll do it for another episode of Daily Horror Habit. I'll see you guys tomorrow for another Daily Horror Movie Review. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Daily Horror Habit Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe to Daily Horror Habit on your preferred streaming service. And follow at Daily Horror Habit on Instagram or at Daily Horror Pod on Twitter.